Scaggins. Join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. Once a year, our nation proclaims a day of thanksgiving. I love the thought, but I often wonder if most of us understand the concept or actually to whom our gratitude should be directed. God has truly blessed this nation we call America. One day a year is just absolutely not enough to be thankful for. I think we're all guilty of ingratitude. Instead of thanking God for what we have, we always want more. Dr. Bob Jones Sr. said, The loveliest flower that blooms in the garden of the soul is gratitude. You can call me old-fashioned if you like, but I still thank God for little things. I grew up in an old country house with linoleum on the floors and no running water in the house, and when the wind blew outside, the curtains would move inside. I slept in, notice I said in, a feather bed. On cold nights, Mama would heat a flat iron on the old wood stove in the living room and wrap it in a towel and place it between the quilts to have some warmth. Today we enjoy modern houses with up-to-date conveniences and comfort. We are rich compared to the world's standards, but are we actually thankful? Gratitude is truly the crown of graces, the completion of character, and the hallelujah chorus of a redeemed man. Before we rise up out of bed, rejoice, be glad, and give God praise, and thank Him for what lies ahead, the poet says. The Bible speaks repeatedly on the topic of thanksgiving. The psalmist admonishes all to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Nehemiah assigned people to begin a time of thanksgiving in prayer. Isaiah the prophet voiced comfort of, of Zion, noting joy and gladness that shall be found therein, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Amos required backsliding Israel to offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. I particularly enjoy Paul's writings to the church at Philippi. In fact, I think it's probably my favorite epistle. He said, when you pray, your requests are to be accompanied with thanksgiving. He told Timothy, God created things for us to receive with thanksgiving. In everything, we are to give thanks. This is a strange statement coming from the Apostle Paul who wrote this book because this man was in perils of his life at times, particularly at Damascus. He was persecuted in Antioch and stoned in Lystra and assaulted in Iconium. He was beaten and imprisoned in Philippi and despised in Athens and exposed to fierce wrath at Ephesus and then sent and changed to Rome. Yet in all places and all things at all time, Paul gave thanks. Though he was in prison without freedom, in winter without a coat, in court without friends, in poverty without help, in wandering without a home, he ever sang his hymn of thanksgiving. Gratitude is an attitude of the heart, I believe, that should begin in youth. Parents are responsible to teach gratitude and thanksgiving. I watch an entitlement generation who believe they're owed not just life's necessities, but life's luxuries as well. Wise parents begin early to teach a solid work ethic, the value of accomplishment, and a special appreciation for help that's given to them along the way. We're told in Scripture that lack of gratitude is a form of behavior prominent in the last days, and we are living in the last days. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, 
unthankful. Ingratitude is the first step to deep sin. Being grateful is an anchor to hold you against shipwreck when major waves of temptation approach you. People usually go from ingratitude to indulgence, from indulgence to indifference, then to independence and pride, and lastly will come indecency, which is exhibited in the perversion of a society that began in ingratitude. I am thankful today for those who have refreshed my spirit along the way. Space does not permit recounting all of those who have played a role in my life, parents and pastors and teachers and coaches and neighbors and friends all put a piece of the puzzle of my life in place. We actually are a composite of all who have touched us in life. Dr. R.G. Lee was my spiritual grandfather. He stated that we're to be thankful when the road is rough, when the night is dark, when disease invades the home, when the wolf of many wants howls at the door, and when we are treated unkindly. It should be there during the fires of sufferings as well as the hearth of warmth. During tribulation and triumph, the desert places and the gardens. Yes, when we are bereaved, when dreams collapse and hopes wither. Yes, and everything give thanks. Valerie Cox, from a third serving of her book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, wrote about gratitude and the cookie thief. I have chuckled many times as I read this story. Actually, it talks about ingratitude. Listen to it. A woman was waiting at an airport one night, several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop. She bought a bag of cookies, and she found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but she happened to see that a man beside her, as bold as he could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. She read and munched her cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the moments clicked by, thinking if I wasn't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. With only one left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and he broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed for the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then saw her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gazed with surprise that her bag of cookies in front of her eyes if mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. The will of God is progressive. Not to take the first step will deny you access to the second step. God will not reveal the unwritten until we follow the part that is written. Thankfulness is basic to exploring all aspects of God's perfect will for our lives. 
being thankful minimizes every problem and maximizes our God. Thanksgiving and praise are acceptable offerings to God. Too often, I've watched individuals allow problems to, to stick in their crawl and dominate their thinking and cause them to make foolish, life-changing decisions when they're surrounded by hundreds of blessings that go unnoticed. As we gather with our families and churches, we ought to be thankful to our God, the sovereign of the universe, who daily loads us with benefits. Remember, this has been Jack Scallions. Thank you for spending just a few moments with me today from my heart to yours. 